Welcome back to the Cock and Bull Podcast. It's a history thing. I'm Spencer. I'm Nathan. And Nathan, on August 2nd, 1889. Dangerously close to my birthday. I know, so close. Tantalizingly close. Herbert Henry Woolard was oh. born I was close in to the Horsham, like. Victoria. Oh, back to the, back to good old England. That's in Australia. Oh, oh, we're going to England down under. That's right. The prisoners, England. Hello, governor. It's England's Bayou. Yeah. His parents. I'm just gonna. I wish that wasn't happening. His parents, Charles and Mary Woolard, were as Victorian as green fabric spun by a six-year-old working with two jobs. So Herbert was a shoe-in for the Queen's own college when he came of age. University of Melbourne. Oh, Melbourne! By 1912, at the age of 23, he'd earned his MD and was off to be a doctor. Wait, wait, hold on. Did he not stomp off and get a goddamn law degree first, like a law-abiding cock-and-bull citizen? You caught it. He's breaking the mold. He went straight to doctor. Treason! So here... We've got a young, successful bachelor who knows what he wants, wasted no time. 23 with an MD is surprisingly young. I mean, that is a, that is borderline Doogie Hauser, yes. However, this is the 1910s. The 1910s, a decade rife with opportunity, prosperity, and oh god, it's World War One. Oh god, no! We just got out of this. I don't want to go back. Turn around, Herbert. Get out of there. It's a bad one. We do trenches. It's awful. But we do start breeding some socialism. <laughs> Just take a nap on it, Herbert. Come on, it's not worth it. No, very much not. Not in Australia, too. Oh, man, the diggers. Oh, that, I mean, Austra- wasn't Gallipoli in World War One? I? I feel like the Australians did not have a good go of it in World War One. Woolard was a medical officer for an artillery unit and was wounded in the Battle of Pazières, one of many battles that would make up the Battle of Somme in North France. Ooh. Oh! I couldn't deduce his exact injury, only that it was long overdue after several front lines deployments. Having escaped with his life, he had a long and arduous recovery ahead of him. Time spent aching, time spent contemplating. Sometimes he'd even contemplate his aches. <laughs> it was this inward observation that inspired him to pick up some textbooks and spend the rest of his recovery studying for an exam at the Royal College of Surgeons in London. The LSATs? Because please get a law degree or you're not a real cock and bull <laughs> figure. Go on. <laughs> no, he skipped it again. He Damn missed it. his second opportunity. Also, if you're going to get your law degree at the Royal College of Surgeons, I feel like that's wrong I mean, move. There are, I'm sorry. Doctor law is absolutely a real thing and you need to respect it. Or is he like a surgeon with the law? He's, he's oh, God, he'll oh, cut I you mean, up. On the offense. I mean, we can talk about Brad Bradshaw, lawyer, doctor, surgeon, ninja, all the other things that he does down in Springfield, Missouri. But uh, yeah, no, there's there's plenty of opportunities for surgery and the law to cross paths. When his deployment was over and his wounds were healed, he demobilized in London and went straight for the exam. Woolard would be an anatomist. Oh, but uh, uh, a, 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 a what now? An anatomist. He knows where all the parts of the body go and what they do. Yeah, so does Yakko from the Animaniacs, but that doesn't fucking, like, matter to me. Like, what else are you going to do other than know where the bones go? Well, I'll tell you, Nate, he spends the next ten years developing an award-winning reputation as a primate anatomist, contributing to physiological oh, reports dear. on animals like the Tarsier. Famously, very small and giant bug-eyed. Itty-bitty and adorable. Yeah, I got it. And he tried to find out why it was like that. What'd it do? Now, this is season three, which means this man's about to experiment on himself. So I do look forward to him removing his own femur in some weird show of solidarity with the Tarzir. But uh, I don't like any of this. 
Nathan, what really stands out in his career is his interest in peripheral innervation. Words that mean nothing to me, but... <clears throat> one of them is the things I see out of the side of my eye, and one of them is a spell in Hearthstone. That's about all I got. Peripheral innervation, as I understand it, is kind of how nerves travel throughout the body. How a signal gets from one body part to the other, for example. So we're doing the peripheral nervous system, not the peripheral vision. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. It's like that song about how all the bones connect, but for the nervous system. Yeah, no, I, I went back to Yakko earlier. We, we got it. Now, somewhere in this great academic acclaim, Woolard bumps into a very special colleague, Edward Carmichael. Yes, we all know about We all know the stats on the back of his baseball card. I don't know anything about Edward Carmichael. So, the RBI's on this guy. Now... Carmichael and Woolard get to talking. They get to reading each other's stuff, drinking at Dave and Buster's, you know. And they both realize that they have a very similar fascination that was, as yet, hardly touched upon in their fields. For context, remember that Woolard's time, uh, remember Woolard's time in the hospital. He spent a great deal of time in pain, surrounded by other people in pain. So he had a lot of experience with a phenomenon called referred pain. Are you familiar? Referred if you are about to take me on some bullshit Hideo Kojima style version of why Big Boss is missing his arm, I'm going to be <laughs> upset, maybe the wrong word, but disappointed is definitely it. I can't handle. Are you talking about phantom pain right now? It's it's related to phantom pain. It's related God to phantom pain. Uh, referred pain is essentially how our body often communicates pain in an organ that doesn't actually have nerves, if that if that makes any sense. Oh. It's why heart attacks are often felt in the arm or the jaw, or why oh. an injured pancreas can be felt as back pain. Are you telling me my pancreas doesn't have nerves? <sighs> Not necessarily. Um, a removed well, hold limb... On, hold on. Not necessarily. So you're saying so, some people's pancreases might have well, nerves, but you can't comment specifically on mine? As I understand it, and the cock and bull gets everything wrong all the time. We're not experts <laughs> on anything, but... <laughs> but We are experts uh, on Hideo Kojima's 2017 masterpiece, The Phantom Pain. Uh, 2014, excuse you, sir, I think. Oh my god, I'm old. The, uh, the way I'm thinking of it is your pancreas does have... A part of the nervous system, it sends signals, but it doesn't receive them, as I understand it. Uh, the way it works, and we'll get into this later, is the organ, let's say the heart, sends the signal to the spinal column, which goes to the brain, and then the brain says, okay, now I got to send the feely-feel signal back to that part. So the, the rest of me knows that thing's being hurt, stop doing that thing, or this thing's going to get broken. It sends the message of, ouchie. But the heart doesn't have an ouchie receptor, so it's like, what's the closest ouchie? All right, fuck it. Jaw's close. Let's go there. Right. And as I understand it, some of the organs actually do. Like, the stomach does actually have receiving nerves, and the, maybe the pancreas does, too. Like, acid reflux, you know? Oh, yes, it does. I've eaten Taco Bell. So what you're saying is if I, get my, if I can get all my organs removed, I can stop feeling pain? I don't want to lock in on that, but I'm, I'm going to say sure. Okay. All right. I've been, Juan Carlos has been trying to buy some of these off me for a while. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, you know just <laughs> Nathan, see how no, it no, goes. Back out. Back out. Back out. No, it's not worth it. No. All right. All right. Well, fine. Woolard and Carmichael both wondered why this happens and just what exactly causes an organ to express pain in an unrelated body part. So with unprecedented research ahead of them, 
I they got to thinking. I don't love, I'm just, a, so it's a two, so again, this is season three, we know there's going to be self-experimentation, but now there's two of them. So I am imagining that they are like drawing on themselves where an, where a kidney is and where a spleen is, and then the other guy is just punching it just so hard. And in 1933, the experiment was nearly prepared. To unlock the secrets of referred pain, they knew they'd need to do some damage to one of their own internal organs. Ah, uh, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, we knew that. We knew this was coming now. Of course, but the question was, what internal organ was easily reachable and non-critical? Simply put, what internal organ could easily be prodded at, but they could also afford to lose? I don't, I don't, I, I want to say gallbladder, because I say it all the time, and I feel like it doesn't do anything, but I, I'm assuming it's not that. After drawing straws, I assume, one of the men laid face up, spread eagle, ready to science the shit out of his balls. No! No! This is the part where I test the levels. No! We don't know which one. We are one. now Boston Corbiting <laughs> this fucking episode. I have done too many of these <laughs> turns. No! We don't know which one signed I, up for it, is the I thing. I don't care! <laughs> it's either Edward or Turbert. And since they both already had kids, we can't piece together from that either. I don't love that we that none of them came forward. The fact that they were both like, we're both gonna equally take credit for this. And the, the guy whose balls got just absolutely destroyed didn't get front billing. Fuck off right, the other one. Right, you'd think that guy would be front and center like, also this was me. I took the burden here. I carried the ring to Mount Doom. I'm not happy about any of this. But one of these two gentlemen subjected themselves to the following gauntlet. While the victim laid himself on the metal table, the dominatrix pinched the sack, pulled it taut, and balanced the tray of a small scale on the right testicle. Sure. They then applied an incremental series of weights to the tray. No, starting no. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. If you told me we're going to take this man's balls off and we're going to do it in one chunk. Okay, cool. You got a back alley circumcision in the year 1920. That's cool. But you're insinuating we're going to do this over a period of time. Yeah, and here's the thing. You're going for like a slashing damage. I'm going for bludgeoning. No! Uh, they started, Nathan, at 300 grams. Roughly the weight of a soup can. Thank you. I have no reference for what I, I my, my country uses bullshit measurements. I know nothing about grams. Or the exact weight of the average human heart. Or... Twice the weight of a hamster. So what you're saying is they put two hamsters on this guy's nuts and said, how's that feel? While the weights were added, the victim would also provide thorough and clinical descriptions of the pain. Nope. Which the weight dropper would also record. Nope, 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 nope. So you're telling me, you're telling me mm -hmm. that there were two gentlemen credited with this experiment that we're talking about. One of them's job was to get strapped down and have some gerbils dropped on his nuts uh -huh. And then tell you how he felt about that. And the other guy's job was to drop the gerbils and say what the guy told him. And both of these guys got equal billing. <laughs> what union are scientists in that d delineates this level of equality? Because this is holy that volunteer grassroots shit, my man. They're doing it for the love of the game. This is fucking nonsense. At 350 grams, quote, oh, excuse me, I didn't hear at 300 grams, the observer noted, quote, slight discomfort in the right groin. I mean, I do imagine a couple gerbils batting my balls around. <laughs> slight discomfort. As everyone yeah. is right now. Yeah, 
yeah, slight discomfort. Sure. No, I mean, it's not the end of the world. I'm not happy about it, but yeah, all right, cool. At 350 grams, quote, more discomfort in the right groin. At 400 grams, quote, as the previous, but some discomfort in the testes. Mm, Okay. All right. 50 more grams. And we're up to the weight of a billiard ball. A billiard ball or two and a half gerbils? Something like that. I prefer gerbil measurements. I will get you as many gerbil gerbil measurements as I can going forward, but I make no guarantees. Yeah, it's, it's accurate. Discomfort in both inguinal regions. And I think that means he's saying the whole groin, left and right. The whole pork and beans, the whole dick and balls, just not feeling great right now. Right. 500 grams. Mm. Quote, discomfort in the region of the external abdominal ring extending into the testes. Discomfort on the right side of the groin as well. Mm. The, the right groin discomfort's been there the whole time. The fact that you need to keep reiterating it worries me. 550 grams, quote, severe pain on the inner side of the right thigh with indefinite yeah. testicular sensation. Why? The, 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 oh my God, science, this should not exist. This study should not need to exist under any circumstances. 600 grams, the weight of a basketball. Mm-hmm. Quote, LeBron's going to dunk these nuts. <laughs> Definite testicular pain followed by a dull ache in the right lumbar region, dorsally. Okay, you've got the pain traveling into the leg and back now. It hurts your back. That's good. That's solid. And coming in at 650 grams, better known (sighs) as a fifth of a brick or a third of a chihuahua, (laughs) severe testicular pain on the right side. (laughs) Okay, okay. The experiment was over. The weights oh, were lifted. One of these two took breathe. a deep breath, and both, Nathan, cast their inaugural data on referred testicular pain into the public sphere. Why did it have to be ball pain? Why? Of all things, why It's the that? most accessible organ they had. Oh, it shouldn't be, though. They submitted their first-of-its-kind data to the neurological journal, quote, Brain. That's it. Not the brain, just its brain. You read brain just this week? brain. No, no, I get it. In the September 1933 issue, Woolard and Carmichael published, quote, the testes and referred pain, which proposed that referred pain occurs in regions that connect to the same region of the spinal cord. While this is the same conclusion that neurological researchers have come to today, research on the subject is ongoing and through far less nope. masochistic nope. means sadly. okay thank you i was about to say no tell me no we're not dropping cans of soup on other people's balls to try yeah. and figure out how much things hurt like we don't need that that's not useful for just 20 dollars an hour you can no. volunteer to have soup cans dropped on your nuts hold on 20 bucks an hour shit all right fuck uh, uh, it's hard sadly nathan sadly woolard and carmichael's contribution seems to have no bearing on the subject as nobody has been brave enough to replicate their experiment since then. I mean... So it was all for nothing. I mean, that is not true. People have replicated the experiment, but they didn't hook themselves up to a thing. I've seen jackass. Johnny Knoxville has replicated this experiment. But they weren't clinical about it. They did not do... They didn't take the notes. They didn't didn't record the measure by measure. There was no (sighs) hypothesis to jackass, Nathan. It was just, can we hurt these people? Can we hurt him good? Oh, I feel like there was a hypothesis that it's can we make people laugh before 9-11. You've been listening to the Cock and Ball Torture Podcast. <laughs> uh, damn it. 
God we hope you it. enjoy listening to it as much as we enjoy making it. Uh, two James Bond references in two weeks. Ringing in 80 episodes. And, Holy uh, shit. Remember that time when we got to year one of the podcast uh, a whopping like three no. years ago? We were I like, was about to say, we were no, like an episode. It's been forever. <laughs> It was like we were at episode fifty. We're like, all right, we we missed a few, so we're gonna catch up. Make sure we get fifty-two episodes for fifty-two weeks. Celebrate one year, and then at that point, it just it fell apart quick and in a hurry. This this is like weird sex in a field in the middle of nowhere. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, you enjoy it and you just you let it yeah. go. I was hoping that metaphor would come together with my brother my brother saying those words to me. And it did. It did. And it was remarkably non-incestuous. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy listening to this as much as we enjoy making it. I think for the past, like, five episodes, I have forgotten to thank our delightful benefactors, Driftless Pony Club, for allowing us oh to use their song. Oh, my God, yes. There How were the Buffalo on the arc, off the album, Cholera. I have, I, and I should say it five times fast to really give them their due diligence because we've forgotten to, to give them due credit for the past we really several have, episodes, it feels like. It's, they're also defunct and non-existent anymore, so I, I know. No, there's an album coming. There's got to be. They said 2024 on their Facebook page. I think they, they took like a screen cap of some band camp. Or some some like garage band mix tracks going on. We've got a we've got a a, a discreet release coming one of these days. I Driftless know it. I Pony feel it Club bones. will release a new album in the same year that the Cock and Bull releases an episode a week for a year. Um, <laughs> so if that's what it takes, clear your fucking calendar. I mean, if, here we if, go. If I knew I was getting one, I would I would do the other. Uh, stay tuned for some for some more episodes. We have uh, we have more in the hopper, and we have some guest hosts on the way. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Okay, we're falling down a well on that one.